when I can reassure them and, and build that trust and that, that like and, and kind of the like and trust factor, like they say, that's that's the biggest part, right? So we all sit there and like a lady yesterday, we talked for over an hour about the Calgary real estate market, right? And then I sent her an email after, she's like, yeah, I want to buy a townhome. So it's just like one call like that, she wants to buy a townhome just because I picked up the phone. If you're going to bring in an agent, you want to make sure that it's somebody that's motivated and that they're going to they're gonna put in the work because like my mentors always tell me that they're not going to waste their time on somebody and they're not just going to hand somebody a lead that's ready to go buy tomorrow. You can join the best team out there in my opinion, but if you're not willing to put in the effort and work for it and, and do what they say on a consistent basis, well then you're not going to see yourself either. So you, you got to be willing to put in the effort no matter who you surround yourself with. Hello and welcome to the Agent Podcast with your host, that's me, Raymond Sholseth. Let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back to the Agent Podcast. I'm here with my buddy, Joel, coming to us out of Canada. Joel, how are you today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for jumping on, man. So Joel, I always start with this question. Why real estate? Yeah, I just uh, it's something I've been wanting to do since I was young. Um, I got introduced to it through some some family members and stuff and, and read a couple books on real estate and the ability to create wealth and help people. Um, and when I kind of, you know, left a, a corporate career and, and started to explore new avenues, I thought I wanted to give it a try. And, you know, the interactions that I've had with people now and, and the ability to give back and, and help people create wealth um, through real estate has been has been nothing shy of amazing. So I, I just love that, that feeling of, of helping and giving back. So Joel, you, you're a petroleum engineer and power engineer, like that's your background. So how does an engineer go into sales? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, that's probably the biggest, the biggest question I've had so far is like, why would you ever quit engineering to go into real estate? Like a lot of people have asked me that, and, you know, I, I come out of college and you're making a six figure salary as a petroleum engineer at like 22. Right. So everybody's kind of like, okay, like he, he's got it made in regards to, you know, your typical salary corporate job. You do that for a number of years and then it doesn't, it doesn't pan out. You kind of lose interest. And then I'm like, you know, I'm a very outgoing person. I, I want to be around more people. I kind of wanted to escape the introverted lifestyle of, of building different, you know, models on my computer and, and, and just kind of being alone more. So I was like, it's time to make it, make a switch, get into sales. Um, you know, some of my family, they're, they're business owners and entrepreneurs, uh, from my family background. So I was like, I'm just going to go for it. And it's been a great fit. You're six months in, right? Yeah, six months. Yeah, I started uh, officially licensed sometime in April. So coming up on six months. Yeah. Okay. So you're six months in, you joined EXP. How's, how's your six months? Tell me about your first deal. Yeah, sure. So um, six months have been fantastic. So kind of a backstory is, I'm not even from the city that I'm living in right now selling real estate. So I moved to this city, uh, Calgary, Alberta, um, exactly, you know, right before I got my license. I met a few guys at EXP. They explained the business model to me and the whole cloud-based concept. Coming from an engineering background, I was quite fascinated by that and, and you know, the technology and software that they used. Um, I interview, interviewed a ton of different teams, you know, from Remax, Century 21, all the big ones here. And I decided that EXP was the best fit at the time for me. So I packed up my bags and I drove to the city of Calgary that I've never lived in before and 
It's like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to sell real estate here and, and I'm going to be successful no matter what. I just kind of had a mindset and yeah, now I'm six months in, I've, I've done about 30 deals. So 30 deals. Yeah. 30 been, deals, been six months in with no sphere of influence or database. Okay, man, you got to dissect that for me. Yeah, sure. So yeah, some people are pretty shocked by that. So my sphere of influence is awfully quite small uh, here because I've never lived here. I do know some people that I went to college with um, from an engineering side due to Calgary attracting a lot of engineers. So that's been a, a few of my deals. I've kind of found a niche though lately is where I deal with a lot of out of province people that are moving to Calgary and a lot of investors. Um, so I've kind of been specializing in that lately where people are starting to refer me their business quite a bit. They enjoy working with me from the transparency side. I'm very open, honest. They, they gain trust in me really quick, it seems like. So a lot of my deals have been coming from people that are living in Ontario or BC. Um, my name is getting spread around pretty quickly that, you know, I'm somebody that they can reach out to help them buy, you know, pre-construction or investment properties and get into the market as our market is obviously a lot cheaper to get into than certain markets like Vancouver or Toronto. So a lot of my deals of late have been, you know, referrals or attracting through various online lead sources through our team. Um, and that's, that's been a big, big part of my business so far is people like working with me, it seems, and they're spreading my name around. So I'm grateful for that. So if I'm a listener, I want to know, okay, how did you get into that niche? Like, did you sure. think about it? Did you find it? Were you referred it? Like, how did, how did this happen? For sure. Yeah. So like my first few deals were obviously some people that I knew they, they gave me out some business. They called me, Hey, say, say, Hey, Joel, we know you're in real estate now. Um, after I made a few posts on like Instagram and, and Facebook and uh, those were my first couple of deals, probably my first nine or 10 deals were people that either knew me or referred me because they knew somebody that knew me, but my team uh, specializes in pre-construction actually. So they, uh, we have a, a kind of a, a partnership, I guess, where I have exclusive access to the largest builder in Calgary, um, where we get to sell their product. Basically, you know, they, they seen that I came in and I had a, you know, a work ethic, you know, that's pretty substantial compared to some other agents they've worked with. And they said, you know, Joel, we want you to be on the team that, that sells pre-construction. There's only a select number of us here in Calgary. And then they gave me the opportunity that, you know, I could come in onto, you know, the team, which is with EXP, but we have our own small team here in Calgary and, and basically just, you know, cater to these out of province investors. So every week we run webinars to people in those markets. Um, so we run ads, then we run webinars to attract these individuals um, to the product that we have. And then basically I'm the sales guy on the other line that takes care of it from there. So. So you guys have established like a legit digital marketing funnel for selling these properties where you're running ads, you're targeting your audience, you're funneling them in, they're watching these webinars, then there's a follow-up system, they're engaging with you and you say, hey, these are the properties we have, these are the numbers, you know, you know, pick which mm -hmm. one you want, so to speak. How did that come to be? Is that something that you couldn't do without your team or do you have experience in that? Do you mind sharing that? Yeah, for sure. So it's all my team. Like I, I'm not going to take any credit for, for that because when I came in, they were already doing that. So basically they're the brains behind the operation. Uh, Brad Vandewal and Mark Verzile are like my mentors here in Calgary. They've each, you know, they've done over a billion dollars in real estate each. They sell hundreds and hundreds of units a year each. So they, uh, they're very successful individuals and that's what attracted me to Calgary 
that's what attracted me to exp because i knew in order to up my production and get into the game and get to where i wanted early i needed to be surrounded by people that were you know obviously some of the top producers in this market so uh you know i met with them i interviewed them multiple times drove down here met with them in person and just picked their brain and finally i was like yeah these are the guys i want to go with over you know some other guys that maybe had a bigger presence on you know youtube or social media that were maybe more more well known in that area um these guys were just doing massive amounts of production and not really sharing it yet where they're going to be starting more you know with their with their brand and, and marketing how they do it um with a with a coaching program they've launched but basically i was like yeah if these guys you know i think they're on pace to sell a thousand units this year of pre-construction to out-of-province investors um so that they just have a system down and now they understand that you know i come from an engineering background i i understand systems i understand how things work and they've kind of just plugged me right in and uh it has been going smooth i love that so let can we talk about systems for a minute? For sure, yeah, absolutely. So a lot of people don't realize that when you own and operate a business, one of your mm -hmm. biggest foundational success paths is systems and the ability mm -hmm. to understand the processes that are working and what's not working, put more emphasis on what's working and then systematize it as much as possible. Mm -hmm. What are you guys doing on a regular basis to both create and improve systems? Like how often is that looked at? Where would you recommend somebody that's either a solo agent or an agent on a team start to really understand the the power of systems and how it can help them leverage their business and time to do more? Mm -hmm. That's a, that's a great question. I think that's a a big thing for a new agent as well is to surround yourself with people like yourself or the people that I surrounded myself with that have tried and true methods that work right or have worked in the past. I found when before I, you know, I was one month in and obviously I was learning from these guys, but you know, if you're a new agent, sometimes you're just trying everything, right? You're just, you can just blow money at so with spending money on so many different things, you know, door hangers and, and different, you know, everybody's reaching out like every day you have so many new reach out about how they can get you 10 new listings a month. And, <laughs> yeah, and right. you know, there's so much stuff out there that they just throw at you as a new agent. And, uh, so I think, you know, the systems that they had in place, obviously I knew they worked. We seen that they were effective. So they, uh, you know, Brad and Mark had come up with this idea, you know, months before I'd come in and they were selling out full condo buildings with this strategy, right? And basically we have a marketing team already that runs the ads for us and everything. And they're part of our team at eXp. So we already have the marketing baked, baked into our team at eXp where they run the ads, we do the ad spend. And then obviously we calculate what our return is on our ad spend every now and then. And we target different people in different markets that we think are gonna be attracted to the Calgary market. And obviously we're, we're super keen on Calgary. We think it's gonna blow up here in the next few years based on the fact that other markets in Canada are out of reach in regards to price point. When you look at Vancouver and Toronto, they're just obscene. Um, Calgary, we think is the next hub and the next place due to you know software companies coming in. So we obviously, we run our ads, we target particular people in the Ontario markets. As soon as they sign up to our ads, then we funnel them into a Wednesday webinar. Every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern, we throw them on a live webinar where they learn about the product launch that we have coming up. And from that webinar, we split them into a one-on-one -on -one investor strategy call. And from that investor strategy call, that's when they reach out to me. 
and I pitch them on the product again, the development, and find them the best fit based on price point and location. So yeah, it's, it's just a huge funnel from an ad all the way down to me on the other line. I love that. So what is your day-to-day look like from an operational standpoint, you know, since we're talking about systems? Do you have a discipline structure that you follow? Yeah. So, you know, me and another newer agent, uh, his name's Asan. So he started about six months ago. So we uh, we share an office together lately with, you know, COVID and everything. It's kind of put a little bit of a damper on the office environment. But yeah, we share an office together. So basically we have a set schedule, you know, we get into the office at, you know, seven or eight in the morning. We then, you know, we we start with an email out to Toronto um, to all the, our leads out there because obviously we have hundreds and hundreds of people in our database. It's two hours ahead there. So we hit them with an email. Uh, we do particular follow-up from the resale side. And then, you know, we, we'll hit the phones for three or four hours a day just making calls some days. I like talking on the phone. I'm not afraid to call anybody. That's that's something that I've always liked to do is just pick up the phone and call. So I, I do a lot of calling at times, you know, hun- over 100 calls some days, you know, just chatting with people. Um, like my mentor says, the phone makes you money. So you just need to pick it, pick it up and make the, make the call instead of beating around the bush and trying to text them and, and email and just pick up the phone. So I, I guess we spend a lot of time on the phone. Uh, you know, if we do like maybe an Instagram post or something of a product launch or, you know, a, a home that we have for sale and then following up with, you know, our resale leads as well. So we have a, we have a set schedule that, you know, follow up, cold calling, scripting back to maybe shooting some video content or whatever. But our, our day is, is pretty busy, pretty structured. And yeah, it's, it's fun. What would you say to somebody who's afraid to pick up the phone? Yeah. So if I think most all of my deals have come from me just picking up the phone and talking to somebody. I don't think I've had one deal where it's just they've just magically appeared just because I sent out an email, right? When they when they get on the phone with me, when they start talking to me, when I can reassure them and, and build that trust and that that like and and kind of the like and trust factor, like they say, that's that's the biggest part, right? So we all sit there and like a lady yesterday, we talked for over an hour about the Calgary real estate market, right? And then I sent her an email after she's like, yeah, I want to buy a townhome. So it was just like one call like that. She wants to buy a townhome just because I picked up the phone. Um, another example of like cold calling. So when I first got in, I did a lot of cold calling. We have different strategies through our team where we call particular people on, you know, for sale by owners or, or rental listings online or whatever that may be. And we have a script that we use and, and I kind of tweaked it to be my own script. But yeah, I got three listings out of that in the first month or like month and a half, right? Just from cold calling a guy. And he's like, yeah, I actually own three homes in that area and I want to sell them all and you could have them all just from one cold call, right? So that's 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 tens of thousands of dollars in commission just from me making one call to a gentleman that didn't want to rent out his home anymore. So if, if you want to make a sale, I think the phone is the place to be. Do you have like a standard script or are you pretty organic with your calls? You know, like, hey, I'm um, from EXP Realty, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, you know, at first I was like script by script. I was like, you know, I actually I had a job before I got into real estate where I took a cold calling job just to build up my confidence. Like I didn't need the job. I didn't need the money. I did two months at a job cold calling for a sales business selling security systems. Uh, so it was like this work from home job, eight hours a day, just cold calling businesses. I was like, 
while I was waiting for my real estate license to come. I was like, I'm going to do this cold calling job. Not that I want to, but I just, I knew it was going to be great practice. So I, I took this job, never been yelled at so many times before in my life for like <laughs> angry people. Right. And they're like, they're like so upset when you called them because like it was a straight cold call. They had no interest in our product from the get go, but you had to try to win them over and prove that, and my product was superior, right? So I did that for a couple of months. So as soon as I transitioned into real estate, I was like, this is going to be so much easier than selling security systems. So I, I was comfortable on the phone. We did have scripts and our team uses scripts, um, you know, if you're not that comfortable. But a lot of it is just me like opening, opening them up and being organic and just being very authentic and making them, you know, tell my story and not just like quiz them, right? Just like kind of open up just a casual conversation. Would you mind like giving an example? You want to role play for a minute here? Just kind of sure. share. Like I'd love, I'd love to hear that. I think our listeners would love to hear that too, especially if they're a newer agent and scared shitless yeah, yeah. picking up the phone. Yeah, sure. So, uh, so my, my typically what I do, uh, like I'll pretend that you're an investor out in Toronto. So okay. I'll just be like ring, ring. Yeah. Hello. Hey, uh, is this Raymond? Yeah, it is. Hey, Raymond. Uh, yeah, it's Joel Johnson calling from Calgary, Alberta. How are you doing today? I'm good, man. How are you, Joel? I'm doing good. So, yeah, I seen you signed up to one of our ads online about uh, potentially investing here in Calgary. I just wanted to reach out and see if you had uh, interest still and what kind of product you were potentially looking to purchase. Uh, sure. Joel, what do you do? Yeah, so I, I work with a real estate company out here in Calgary. You know, we, uh, we sell about, you know, 500 units a year to investors out there in Toronto. We're on pace for about a thousand units this year. Um, we have a lot of people that like our product. We we'd like to you know help people get into the real estate game early. We think Calgary is a great market, and and obviously I seen you you sign up for more information. So I just wanted to touch base and see what I can provide for you. And what do you specialize in? Why why should I talk to you? Yeah, for sure. So yeah, we uh, we got access to uh, some of the largest products uh, projects here in Calgary built by. Uh, one of the biggest builders in Alberta, actually. So they're all cash flow positive units. Um, you know, we're looking at big appreciation over the next three to five years as Calgary's market's about to take off. We have a ton of software and tech companies moving here. Um, we're diversifying out of oil and gas and more into renewable software side of things. So we definitely want to reach out to investors like yourself and, and showcase what the Calgary market has to offer and why we think that you can, uh, you know, make some money here and, and build some generational wealth. So, um, yeah, I'd be happy to share any developments that you have in mind uh, from the ad that you signed up with and uh, why we're the team to go with when it comes to pre-construction and investing in Alberta. I love that, Joel. I think that was super organic. It wasn't pushy, right? Like, it's mm -hmm. easy for somebody to respond to that. I, that makes total sense. Yeah, it's, sometimes I change it up a bit based on what they want to know, but most of the time they already know what the product is based on the ad. They already have an idea and they already have a price point in mind. So then you, you just kind of, you just want to win them over and, and really I'll touch on why Calgary is the big thing, right? Why we think the Alberta economy is, you know, more stable now that we're getting a transitional period and why they should move their money from the, the Ontario and BC markets and bring it to Alberta um, just because we're confident in our product. So Well, and in this sense, while it's a cold call because it's the first time reaching out, somebody mm -hmm. also gave you their number. So it's a little bit of For a sure. Number warmer lead versus you just, you know, calling somebody on one, two, three Elm street saying, hi, Miss Smith, yeah. what's up? You want to sell your house? Yeah. So I, I do that as well. It's like strict cold calling. Um, and that one's just basically 
you know, it's a little bit more scripted, but the one where I'm calling, you know, our investor clients and, and people, they've seen the product, they're warmed up to it. They're in my database already. Right. So they have, they have a pretty good idea. Cool. Well, thanks for doing that. And that was fun. Social media, TikTok, mm -hmm. Instagram, Facebook, how do you leverage it? Obviously you're running ads, you're getting in front of people. A lot of people are overwhelmed with platforms, right? And they think, mm -hmm. oh my God, I, I either don't want to do it or I'm overwhelmed or I don't like video or I got to be on all these platforms. And like, for me, what I advise people to do is to pick one medium you're comfortable on, whether it's audio, video, written, whatever. Once you pick the medium, pick the platform and focus on that platform, get good at it, get results, and then move on and build. How do you... And how does your team leverage all these different platforms in your business? Yeah, for sure. So from, from my standpoint, I've never been a social media guy. Um, I've always lived like a really private life. I've never really felt the, the need to showcase that, you know, I was traveling the world as an engineer and, you know, going on all these super crazy trips when I was like 24 or 25. So I never felt the need to ever post any of that. And then I get into real estate. I'm like, okay, I got to get Facebook. Like I didn't even have Facebook at the time. Uh, I deleted it like five years ago. I was like, okay, I got to get back <laughs> on Facebook. And then I was like, okay, Instagram. I don't really know how Instagram works, but I was like, I got to get Instagram. I got to make a page. So I made a page six months ago for Instagram. Um, and then I was like, okay, I, I'm TikTok. Yeah, I'm, I'm not you know that big into that. But I was like, Facebook and Instagram, I better make a page and you know just tell people I'm in real estate. So that was that was the first thing was like, I think I, I made a post on Facebook just saying like, Hey, it's Joel. Like, obviously I've kind of been a ghost for the last like five years, like, like on the social media platform. And I just, I just said, Hey, I'm, I'm moved back to Canada. I'm no longer living in the U S officially in the real estate business. Now I was like this little video or whatever, like, Oh, like well over a thousand people viewed it. Like, I don't know how many people shared it, but so many different people shared it. And that's where some of my first deals came from. It was just from that one post, right? So that was that was pretty neat. I was like, wow, social media might work. And then basically from Instagram now that I'm posting more on Instagram, you know, pictures of me either traveling or, you know, doing stuff with clients or friends or and then posting, you know, houses I've listed or the team has listed or whatever. People are starting to reach out to me on that from Instagram. Like, hey, I seen you on Instagram. Like, it looks like you're super busy and like you're doing a lot of work. Like, um, I have a client for you. If they're a realtor, they'll say that. Or somebody will just reach out and be like, hey, I'm interested in Calgary. So I've I've probably got four deals just off of Instagram in the last couple of months just from people starting to reach out. One thing that my team obviously does is is they leverage Facebook ads and and the webinar side of things, right? So my my mentor, Brad, he he sells over 25 homes a year from first-time homebuyer seminars uh, via Zoom. So he, he runs ads and targets first-time home buyers, brings them into a weekly Zoom call with a mortgage broker, and then they'll sign up with a mortgage broker to get pre-approved, and then he goes and shows them houses, and he'll make over $250,000 a year in GCI um, just by running first-time home buyer seminars. And that's all so, hyper-targeted, like local traffic, right? Sure, Based on yeah. a, a zip code or province code or whatever, however it works. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. yeah. So he... He's he's one of the top agents in the Calgary market, and you know, so he he's been doing it for probably 15 years. So he's kind of got it down to a science. So I've been piggybacking off of him, 
um, you know, the tried and true methods. And then my other mentor, Mark, they call him the billion dollar man because he's sold like, you know, billion dollars in some in real estate and 20 some years in the business. So I have complete access to two of the top agents in this market and just on speed dial. Right. So that's, that's, that's one thing that's really helped me immensely. But the thing that I always tell people is, yeah, you can, you can join me, these guys, like obviously, you know, at EXP, like they, you know, it, it, it helps to, you know, attract agents to your team. And, but if you're going to bring in an agent, you want to make sure that it's somebody that's motivated and that they're going to, they're going to put in the work because like my mentors always tell me that they're not going to waste their time on somebody and they're not just going to hand somebody a lead that's ready to go by tomorrow. Um, you can, you can join the best team out there in my opinion, but if you're not willing to put in the effort and work for it and, and do what they say on a consistent basis, well, then you're not going to see results either. So you, you got to be willing to put in the effort no matter who you surround yourself with is, is one big thing I always tell people. Yeah. I think that's a hundred percent true, right? Just like knowledge may be, learned information but until it's applied knowledge it's useless right exactly like if you're if you're not willing like he'll tell us every day or every week like just pick up the phone right so we'll have new agents come in and then they'll they'll start complaining after two weeks like i i haven't got a good lead yet or i haven't made a sale and then you know one of the things that he always says is well how many people did you call today and then they'll be like oh like five or something and he's like okay well there you go and then just start dialing yeah like, what do you expect, right? Like nobody, that's one thing that I noticed in real estate. Nobody's just going to magically appear and ready to go buy a million dollar home tomorrow. Like you need to, you know, market yourself and, and showcase that you're in real estate and consistently be top of mind, um, which I still need to do a lot better. I want to start incorporating video into my business and, you know, starting, you know, for people to get to know me better on camera. I think that is huge with building a brand and I'm not quite there yet. Um, I, th- I thought, you know, around this point, I'm going to start implementing that a bit more now that I, I understand the industry quite a bit better, you know, six months in. But yeah, if you're if you're not willing to pick up the phone or go knock on doors or learn how to run Facebook ads or, or you know, learn something that's going to help your business, well, it's not just going to magically come to you and you're not just going to make sales just appear. You got to work for it. Yeah, and I think it's, there's processes, right? And not everybody's process has to be the same. And in your case, you, I mean, one smart thing, man, that you did was join that security company just to like conquer your fear and build that confidence for making those cold calls, right? Like get kicked in the face a bunch of times, and then show up to real estate where somebody wants a home. It's just a matter of finding that person who wants the home. Yeah. But um, you're surrounded by great people and you they have processes and systems and you're adapting those and then tweaking them to fit you or your brand and developing your own niche to go after and serve. And mm-hmm. you are seeing success, right? Tremendous success, man. 30 homes in six months. That's mm-hmm. insane, right? At your run rate, you're going to be at 60 homes in 12 months. And that's incredible. Mm-hmm. Not only is it a good living, that is a legit built business that is sustainable for the future that mm-hmm. you can build and keep growing that. And I think it's very underestimated the discipline and the time you have to put into actually building a business and that there are days that you do, weeks, months sometimes that you don't see results, but then eventually they hit. And when they hit, they hit big because it's been compounding over time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is so true. And 
And one, one thing that I always, or like my mentors, they say that I, that I joined, they asked me when I first got into real estate, like, how many deals do you want to do your first year? And I was like, well, I think the average age even does like maybe like four or five in their first year or something. Right. And I was like, well, I, I think I'm like, I can do okay. I was like, I want to do 20. And then they're like, you're not thinking big enough. And I was like, what? Like, I, I felt like I was like five Xing, you know, like what I, what the first agent would typically do in the first year. And they basically said, no, Joel, you're not thinking big enough. Like you got to think bigger. And then, you know, I was like, okay. So I was like, obviously I got to get to like at least 50. So that was my next goal was to get to 50. And me and my, my friend that joined six months ago too, our goal is to sell 50 homes our first year. And obviously we're on, we're on track to do that right now, but it's, it's surrounding yourself with those people that think bigger, right? Like, like somebody could have been said like, Oh, wow. You think you could actually do 20? Like that's going to be pretty tough. Or you surround yourself with somebody that's like, well, 20, that's nothing. Like, come on, man. Like you can do way better than that. So it's, it's who you surround yourself with is, is so big, whether it's a coach like yourself or whoever else out there, it's like, you want somebody that's going to pick you up and is going to tell you that you can do it. And that you're thinking small and, and get your, gets you motivated to do more. Right. So. So here's a question. Did you know that going into this business or is that something that over the course of these six months, you're like, man, like I made the right choice because I surrounded myself with the right people. No, I, that's something that I've always, so I'm, I'm a very self-educated person when it comes to obviously, you know, engineering is not the easiest degree to get as you probably are aware. So it takes a lot of self-discipline, a lot of learning and a lot of, you know, sitting down and you know, you gotta, you gotta be motivated to obviously if you're in college to pass your classes or whatever, or I, I trade in the stock market, that's all self-taught as well. So I have a lot of different things that are self-taught and I've always been a firm believer, whether, you know, working for some of the largest oil companies in the world on projects um, or whether it's, you know, learning how to create wealth in my own business or my own life is you need to surround yourself with people or read the books from people that have done stuff that you want to do, right? Or you you just you can't expect to get there alone if if you're not leveraging other resources and and learning off other people. Yeah, you might get there, but it's going to take you probably a lot longer than it would be if you surround yourself with somebody that's that's reached that goal or, or is doing something that you already want to do. So I learned that early on, for instance, I was you know probably 18 or even younger, um, playing sports and stuff too. It's like surround yourself with good coaches, surround yourself with good mentors, and it'll, it's going to help immensely. Well, hats off to you, man. Incredible job so far. I'm super impressed. Thanks for sharing that story with us. Yeah. So we touched on a lot of like incredible, I would say like golden nuggets, right? But I'd like Mm -hmm. to ask this question. And even if you like repeat it, because we talked about it, like, that's okay. I want to drive it home. You know, for our listeners out there, if they walk away from our conversation with one thing, and that one mm-hmm. thing is what you would like to pay forward to our peers mm-hmm. out there as real estate professionals, I don't care whether they're agents, insurance brokers, mortgage brokers, whatever. What is that one thing that you would like to pay forward that you hope they take away from this conversation? Yeah, so there, there's a, a couple of things. So one thing that when I, I transitioned into real estate is I'm there to help you. Um, you know, obviously it's it's a business where there's sales and that, but I always like to tell people that like we all like mean for the majority we mean well, right? And we're there to help you. And I wanna I wanna help you, you know, find that house that you're looking for, help you create 
you know, wealth through investing. So I, I really want to always work with people that have similar values to me when it comes to the investing side or somebody that has the mindset of giving back. So I'm, I'm somebody that when I get to where I want to get to, and I know I will get there, it just depends on when, is I don't, I don't fancy for, you know, driving the Ferraris or the Lamborghinis, like some of these agents that you see posting on Facebook all the time. I basically just am a realtor right now that's going to be transitioning. I just started my own investment company. It just got incorporated like a week ago. Is I want to help people build generational wealth that they can pay forward with their kids and their kids and their kids. I'm not out there chasing the money or or whatever. It's it's a fact that I'm a I'm somebody that wants to give back. So I think if people realize that you know not everybody's out there to just scam them and looking for a commission. Um, there is a lot of good people out there in this industry or other industries that are looking to pay it forward, that have a good heart and strong values, that they just want to help you and, and open your eyes to the power of real estate. I think real estate's the number one biggest wealth building tool and potentially creates the most millionaires in, you know, in the country is through real estate. And if people are willing to learn and willing to adapt and and you know it's not a lack of uh, resources. It's always a lack of resourcefulness, right? So Amen. you need to be willing to open up your mind and just, you know, learn and absorb the knowledge. And there's people out there that are willing to teach you and just listen because they'll help you. So don't, don't think everybody's just trying to sell you something. And it's not always a scam. Like there's a lot of good people that are, that are looking to help you and want to help you build your wealth and, and have you live the life you want to live. I love that, man. That was well said and needed to be said. So I yeah. appreciate those words. Thank you. No problem. Well, Joel, this has been awesome. Where can everybody find you? If someone wants to reach out and talk to you or has a referral or wants to buy an investment property in Calgary, sure. like, what's the best way to get a hold of you, man? Yeah. So you can, uh, I'm on Facebook, Joel Johnson, uh, Instagram, Joel Johnson, RE is my handle there. You just look, look up my name, Joel Johnson, Calgary realtor or you can call me or text me anytime. My number's on the internet, wherever you uh, search my name. So yeah, I'm always available. Joel, thanks for this conversation. This was awesome. Thanks for sharing uh, all of your golden nuggets, man. Thanks. Yeah, I'm always here to help. I'll, I'll coach whoever, help whoever, even though I'm new. Hey guys, it's Ray. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Thanks so much for being here and we'll see you on the next one. <laughs>